You're listening to Living Free, your podcast for a life full of freedom and magic. I'm your host, Tanja Hirsch, and I hope that every time you listen, you feel a little bit more inspired to follow your intuition and to create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Hello and welcome back to the Living Free podcast. I'm so glad you're here, you're listening, you're showing up for yourself and Yeah, I'm back after this little one month break because of my journey. If you've been following me, you know I moved from Germany to French Polynesia to a little island called Morea, a place I have never been before, but I have felt this deep soul calling and knowing that I have to go there. So I have sold everything I own to go to this place and this journey has been full of magic full of synchronicities but also it's been a really intense journey in myself like these these past few weeks have felt like a kind of a rebirth it felt like parts of me had to die to be able to live in full alignment with who I truly am and I will share a little bit about it in the next few episodes but this is a special we have a few podcast episodes called soul naked so if you're listening to this on youtube i created a few very special interviews with my dear sisters and i called them soul naked so we undress on all levels um, physically we're gonna be completely naked but also on a spiritual, mental and emotional level. We're going to undress, we're going to drop the masks and we're going to dive real deep into the conversation and yeah, share from the heart in a real authentic and free way. And I can't wait for you to listen to this first episode. Today I have my dear sister Sophia LePage as a guest and yeah you will see her magic when she starts speaking like she's a truly embodied mystical priestess and she shares her magic through her work and only through her her presence you can feel how she really lives what she preaches and what she shares she's the true embodiment of a radiant mystical woman And there's so much gems in this conversation, so much wisdom. We dive into the five different archetypes of women. There are many, but we focused on five archetypes. We're going to dive into the wild woman, how to embody the wild woman, what has helped her yeah, step into this energy. And she shares her own story, how she stepped into her power and finally had the courage to speak her truth and to create the life of her dreams and now she's living in Bali happily married and sharing her passions and she's such an inspirational soul and I can't wait for you to listen to this so without further ado let's welcome Sophia LePage to the podcast so welcome to the podcast Sophia I'm so happy to have you here Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to see what we end up talking about today. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so the first question I would love to ask you is, what does living free mean to you? Whatever comes up intuitively. For me, living free means uh, living in connection with my feminine. So my feminine cycle, so my menstrual cycle, it means... Um, being able to express myself 
able to experience my uniqueness and to create you know my um wealth from being me that's what it means to me and you really radiate it like you embody it with every cell of your being in person and even on instagram i love seeing your stories and you expressing your wildness so today <laughs> we're gonna talk about the wild woman archetype and before we dive into this very special version that's I think in every woman right the white woman is sometimes hidden but every woman has to side I would love to know how was your journey journey of stepping into the white woman maybe you can talk a little bit of your personal life's journey and how you became this embodied feminine radiant woman sure well um I definitely didn't start out that way <laughs> um so um Growing up, I had a lot of um, insecurities. I, I really wanted to be a good girl. Like I, I really, I didn't like getting in trouble. I really wanted to everybody to be happy with me. I wanted to please everybody. I was like very, you know, a really good student, very, I sort of every law that my parents laid down, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it even though I didn't want to uh, necessarily all the time. And so I really didn't have a good sense of who I was um, because who I was was just an amalgamation of all the things that I thought I needed to be in order to be loved and accepted. So um, that led me eventually into a marriage with a, a really nice man, but I felt so constricted. I felt really, really disconnected from my sexuality, from um, my emotions, from my body, from my pleasure. And eventually that led me to have a string of affairs and finally a, a very messy divorce. And it was kind of like this, this image that I had built up about myself of like the one who always does the right thing, the one who's always the good one, the one who's always kind and nice to everybody, the one who's always, who never shocks anyone was completely and utterly destroyed in a moment. And it was one of the most scary things and, um, the most one of the most difficult moments in my life and also caused obviously a lot of um hurt you know to my ex-husband right mm -hmm. because you know it's such a it's such a wow it's like such a, a tough way to leave a relationship um it's such a tough thing to experience um, that kind of betrayal from, from your partner or your wife or your husband. And so after that, it really led me to question um, how I'd got to that place where that was what I could do when I realized the devastation that it caused. Um, I was like, wow, okay, this is, how did I, how did I get here? And so that was what really started my um, spiritual journey and um, led me to plant medicines and to travel the world and um, led me to Tantra and Kundalini Yoga and feminine embodiment practices. 
And I feel that once I really came to the feminine embodiment practices, that was when I really started to embody the wild woman because I started to realize, wow, like I, it's okay for me to have emotions. Like I don't have to be nice and quiet all the time. Like I, there's aliveness in here. There's expression in here. There's range in here. There's chaos in here. There's there's fire in here, there's power in here. And so I started to experience what the power that um, is available to us as women when we start to, you know, be able to feel our emotions, not project them, but feel them move through them. As I started to connect more with my body and my pleasure and my sexuality and to feel the creative fire within me starting to burn and what that started to magnetize into my life and it was um that kind of journey and where I came to at the end where I was like oh my goodness like I now feel really connected to my sexuality I'm now feeling really creative again I feel um embodied I feel free I feel liberated and I wanted other women to experience that too um, and I saw how many women in the world are still stuck in that kind of like trap of trying to please everybody, trying to be that good girl. So that's how my work started as a feminine embodiment um, coach was helping women to unlock those parts of themselves that have been um, that have, they've been told by society or picked up through osmosis are not acceptable and to reclaim those parts of themselves and find that liberation from within. Mm, so beautiful. And I think every single woman who is listening can resonate in some parts because that's how we grew up, right? We, we, were, we were told to be this people pleaser, to put the needs of others before ours. We were told to not speak our truth. And it's so powerful to see, yeah, these women standing up for themselves like you and really embody this, because it's our superpower, right? We, if we really embody our feminine essence, there's nothing more magnetic than this. So can you share a little bit about what of these practices that you were doing helped you the most to really allow yourself to step into this power and to receive and to find your feminine flow? Yeah, so um, one practice that helped me immensely was um, a tantric breath work, which I teach in my Rebel Queen Kundalini classes, which I call the ecstatic orgasmic breath. So it's a breath work for circulating sexual energy. That was one of the cornerstone pieces for me because as I started to connect with my sexual energy, I, um, our sexual energy is the source of our aliveness, our radiance, our magnetism, our sovereignty, our sense of power, our sense of self, um, our creativity. So that was, connecting with that energy was how I started to feel more vibrant and how I started to feel more confident essentially to be me mm -hmm. uh, and then other practices that really supported me um, as well was dancing was so huge mm -hmm. learning to dance in a way that was not about um, a technique it was more about connecting to my body and feeling how she wanted to move mm. yeah so beautiful and 
for those who are listening and want to experience this magic, you're gonna teach um, Arabically in Kundalini class on the 7th of November <laughs> in the Living Free <laughs> community. And I'm so excited for every woman to have this experience because I think it has to be shared and every woman has to know you don't have to live the way you live. If you feel caged, there's a reason why you feel like this. And there's always ways to expand and to break out, even if you feel like you can't get out. So thank you for sharing this. It's really resonating with me and many women, I can imagine. Um, the next topic I would love to dive into before we dive deep into the wild woman, can you share a little bit about the other archetypes? What kind of women are inside of every woman and how do you know which one is the most present in your life? Mm, so there's a few different art archetypes that I love personally to work with. There's so many. Um, I really love the goddess because the goddess is our connection to our heart. So it's more of the, the maiden energy, the innocent, erotic, innocent energy. So you'll know if you're connected to the goddess, if you find it really easy to love, if you feel um, a lot of joy and gratitude if you feel your heart to be open if you find it easeful to kind of be in your soft femininity and you'll know if you're not connected to the goddess if you find it difficult to trust if you um, the shadow of it as well can be trusting too easily so not having discernment so it'll either be holding yourself back from the the beauty the pleasure the joy the love of life or and, and sort of being overly suspicious, holding yourself aloof, being very barriered to it, or having no boundaries, letting people kind of walk all over you and, and kind of like take your heart and tear it into little pieces. The next archetype that I love to work with is the siren. So this is your dark, the dark feminine. And that's like our, our is she's a little bit wild woman-esque. It's the it's the 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 woman who absolutely knows her sexual power, absolutely um, is completely and utterly embodied in her sexuality. Knows how to circulate her sexual energy. Knows how to magnetize the things that she really desires in life. The shadow of that can be kind of going into um, being like a uh, predatory so you know women some women who are trying to like get or get someone else's man or wanting you know a lot of validation so kind of seeking validation through sex is the shadow of that and if you're completely shut down to that it can be struggling to orgasm struggling to feel pleasure in sex often there's both of those together so a desire to be receive validation in sex and also a difficulty in experiencing pleasure for yourself mm. and then there's the muse and she is the um the one who kind of inspires the masculine to really rise and she inspires him and invites him into his genius um by being like by embodying inspiration right she's connected she's the artist right she's artist and muse deeply connected into her creativity and then um one more that i really love is the priestess and the priestess is 
that connection that we have to the divine. So it's the, it's the, it's the one who is able to really bring through, like through, you know, co-create with the universe in a really beautiful way. So the shadow of that would be feeling like you, you have to do everything alone, um, that um, you're kind of like disconnected from your intuition, um, feeling disconnected from spirit. The muse shadow, I forgot to say that, that the shadow of that is being like very needy, demanding, kind of like either not asking for anything because feeling like it's not okay for you to have desires or needs or sort of berating your partner, like um, kind of like belittling, emasculating kind of energy. So though that's four archetypes that I love to work with, but they're like endless, endless amounts. <laughs> Which one is most alive for you right now? For me, what is most alive is the, the priestess. Mm -hmm. That's where I feel like that's my, um, what I've kind of like been moving more into. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really exciting um, to see what's coming through by really anchoring my connection into my womb and into spirit and asking for what wants to come what wants to be birthed through me, what service wants to be shared with the world and following those promptings, it feels very much like I'm, I am sort of like, I don't feel a lot, like I feel like there's, I'm supported. Mm. Um, and it's an exciting unfolding because it also requires a lot of trust mm -hmm. because you often won't know until the moment yeah. what, it is, or, or you receive it. I've had this with, there's a, a course that um, is wanting to be birthed through me and I have some of it's come through and it hasn't fully landed yet. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna push this. Like I'm not going to force it through. I'm just gonna continue to listen, to feel, to embody more and trust that in the moment where it's landed it will feel landed i will know it's landed and that will be the moment to share it mm, so beautiful and i think it feels a little bit like walking in the desert trusting that it's gonna be water <laughs> i'm kind of mm -hmm. in the same when i came here i felt like everything that wasn't in alignment with my soul and i think my whole business was like this so far fell apart and wasn't successful so i always when I followed this calling of my intuition to create something that's when when I magnetized people into my work and every time I tried with my head like oh this could be successful it never worked and no one signed up and it's it's yeah. crazy you can't explain it but it's so powerful and it takes a lot of courage like you said and you always have to be flexible to adapt to the new things because you can't stick with what you're used to you have to be willing to expand and to grow and to yeah see what's present in the moment so thank you so much for sharing i i really see the priestess in you <laughs> <laughs> um so let's dive into the wild woman archetype because you also have a lot of this energy inside of you so i would love to share i love you to share a little bit about this archetype and how you can embody it in your life 
Yeah, so the wild woman archetype, to me, this is um, our connection as women to our authentic expression, our true expression. The wild woman is the is the inner leader, like the kind of like the boss babe in us who knows exactly what she wants, is not afraid to speak her mind. Of course, she's not just going around and like burning everything down, which can be the shadow of the wild woman. So it's like she knows how to share in the way that is, is still holding love, is still holding truth. Um, but it's not like burning everything down. So it's like she she just not she's not like second guessing herself. She's not agonizing over how, what she's going to say or how she's going to say it. The wild woman is the the woman inside of you who who wants to who who is okay to be unique, who loves to be unique, who's not trying to follow the crowd or do what everyone else is doing. She's like, let me find my unique path let me gather together everything that i've learned let me feel embodied in that let me feel the power of all the lessons and and turn that into what i share with the world into my mission so i feel like the the wild woman has that fire inside of her that's able to kind of really create powerful offerings in the world so she's a very powerful leader. And she's also a very powerful woman inside of relationships because she knows what she wants. She knows her boundaries. She's not afraid to ask for what she wants. And she's also not afraid to call out her, her partner if her partner is also not stepping into their best self. So she has that kind of like, Kali-esque energy you know like Kali from the the Hindu pantheon of like where she can be like the fire like cut through all the bullshit or she can also be very like centered and very quiet but powerful you know it's like this there's a sort of a a kind of um something charming about how she she kind of just goes against like she just breaks all the rules but she's not out there like picketing like rah, rah, I'm protesting this thing she's just like oh okay well I don't like that way of doing things so I'm gonna go over here and put my energy into this thing that I want to create so her energy is always focused on what she's creating not on what she's she's not fighting against anything she's just creating something new over here and inviting people to come join her in that and that is her power mm. thank you that's felt like you speak to my soul in this stage of my life <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the white woman is a beautiful archetype you talked a little bit about the shadow is there anything else that can come up when you start to step into your white woman yeah so what can come up a lot of times is a lot of anger um, about the past, mm. um, about times where you have sort of not held your boundaries or allowed things to carry on. There can also be a lot of all emotions. So perhaps a lot of sadness as well about not having felt in your power. And so 
that in itself can be a challenge to deal with. And there, the shadow of that is going into like a feeling of collapse around it. Like, oh, poor me, I didn't, oh. Mm -hmm. Or feeling bad about what you've done or who you've been. Um, and so the, the, what is important when sort of coming into this wild woman archetype is to allow yourself, allow all the feelings to arise, allow them to be felt, but not with, through the lens of victim, but through the lens of lessons learned so that the karmic cycles can be completed so that you can move forward with power and also more compassion. Because what I feel is that the, all the things that we have been through and, and all the things that we've quote unquote, like I know this very well, right? The mistakes that we made, the things we've done wrong actually lead us to be less judgmental of others, actually lead us to be more compassionate of when people fall down, of when people, you know, don't live in their highest expression. And that allows, allows for a more loving experience, allows for people, it's not saying it's okay, but it's allowing for there to be growth through that. Whereas when we shun or judge, it's like we're putting you, someone over here, like, well, you, you can never be redeemed because you did this bad thing. Mm -hmm. So the wild woman is internally on, on her, for her own self, inviting back those parts of herself that she has shunned inviting those parts of herself back that she is judged and reintegrating those loving those parts back to wholeness so that she's able to feel all her emotions in a way that allows her to kind of um, work with them be inspired by them be activated by them and not be sort of destroyed by them mm. Yeah, 100%. And I have the feeling as soon as you step into this wild woman, you remember all these moments of your life where you haven't allowed yourself to speak your truth, to set the boundaries, to say no. You said yes, but in your heart, you were screaming no. Your soul was like, no, this can't be your reality. But you dimmed your light and you, yeah, played small because we. I was so used to playing small and to not speak my truth but when I stepped into it all these moments came back and I kind of had to relive them like sometimes my body was just I couldn't move because there was so much processing inside of me I finally allowed myself to feel the anger that I never in my whole life allowed myself to feel anger was an emotion I couldn't have access to because in my childhood you know anger is not a nice emotion so you're not allowed to feel it go to your room when you're angry and so we learn to not express this emotion and I didn't even know I had anger inside of me but whoo that was a lot <laughs> and that's the magic when you allow yourself to feel it kind of flows and it unblocks all these areas and it's yeah so powerful so so powerful yeah I, I also had the, that problem with anger as well and I actually found even up until a few years ago, that what when something wasn't okay for me, I would just numb, I would feel nothing. So I used to think, oh, I'm chill with it, it's cool. I'm not feeling anything, I'm good. And what I learned was if I'm not feeling anything, mm -hmm. it is not chill. <laughs> <It's> not <okay. laughs> 
And I think this is something that women are having to learn as they embody the, the wild woman is like feeling nothing is not good. Like you feel something, you feel good about it or you feel not good about it and that's okay. And then navigating that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and to admit I'm not fine is also a big step right. in this direction. Like I'm not fine and it's okay. I am allowed to feel this and I'm allowed, I'm, I can learn to hold myself in the storm and to be there for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now you live in Bali, right? With your husband. So your life has changed a lot through your process. <laughs> Can you share a little bit of your daily practices that you do that really keep you in this embodied woman, that keep your radiance, your magnetism? Yeah. So um, what's interesting is I found uh, not so long ago that I started sort of, I was, I was stepping away from a daily practice. So I was like, oh, that feels very disciplined. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do what I feel like when I feel like it. And what happened was I started doing my practices less and less. And I realized that there was a reframe in there for me. So a reframe from discipline into devotion and since I've been anchoring that back in as no this is devotion this is devotion to my pleasure devotion to my body devotion to my artistry um, devotion to my femininity it's really allowed me to feel again that that joy and excitement of carving out that time for myself um, and always when I am in my practice, I'm always like, ah, this is the best. Why am I, why did I do this before? So it's always like the, oh yeah, this is why we do these things. <laughs> so for me, what I really love to do is um, to, I love to like move my body, open up the body with breath and movement and to do my breath work and the, the ecstatic orgasmic breath and to dance. Mm -hmm. They're the main things that I do um, daily. And then I'll, I will also add in other things like a from time to time, like a yoni egg practice, or I'll have a self-pleasure session with my crystal wand or things like that. But if, there's, if I'm going to do only one thing, I will dance mm -hmm. or sing. Yeah. Same. Singing was the main thing, I think, for me to help me to express my voice, especially in yeah. teaching yoga and meditation, because we channel when we're connected, we channel sometimes there's words coming through and I could feel it back in the days, but I was too afraid to speak the words that were coming through because I thought, what are they going to think? You know, when I, I was too afraid what, of being judged and that it's too spiritual or something. And it kind of felt like someone is, I had a block in my throat. And mm. as soon as I started singing more, because I also thought I'm, I cannot sing, like I don't have a good voice. And I felt so safe to sing in Bali in these circuits because it's not about the beauty of the voice. It's just about expressing your soul through your voice. And that's when everything shifted. And I suddenly wasn't afraid because I felt the power of the words that were coming through. Oh, the cat. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> oh, it's so I funny. Yesterday, it. I had an interview with a priestess as well, Sarah, and the cat came also in the, in the camera. So it's, <laughs> it's a beautiful energy. So, yeah. yeah, thank you for sharing your 
authentic practices. I have the same feeling like the dancing, closing your eyes and just dance and allow yourself to move the, the way your body wants to move and not like thinking about how is this looking from the outside and this is the rhythm, like just allow yourself to feel and to express your body in the movement was a huge game changer in, in my everyday life as well, not only like in, during the dance, but also in the way I move through life. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so powerful. Mm. I had one question of a woman that's following both of us, I think. She asked how can we age without having fear because you you don't see it you couldn't tell but you already what are you what's your age i'm 41 i'll be 42 in february <laughs> so 41 and a half or something now <laughs> you don't look like that but i have the feeling you really age with grace and you you love aging and you embody you you love expressing every single stage of aging so maybe you can share a little bit about how you lost the fear of aging yeah so for me I feel like I never actually had the fear of aging so I read this book when I was 16 that was by a woman called Linda Goodman who was a, an astrologer in the 60s or 70s and it was kind of like a, a it was a book about all kinds of things spiritual and I can't remember the name, but if you ever looked it up, it might've been called Star Signs or something like that. Um, and in it, she talked about a lot of different things. So she talked about some quite out there concepts. So she was talking about fruitarianism and breatharianism and choosing, um, to, choosing to, to not age basically, like choosing that your cells are not going to age at the, at the rapid rate that perhaps you might think is normal and how, you know, our cells regenerate every seven years. Like we have a whole new set of cells. So it, it the, our aging is a lot of it is also because we just assume that that's what happens. Like we start to look older because we think that's what happens whereas actually in reality our cells are completely new every seven years so why do they get older um and I read that when I was 16 and it really struck me of like wow okay maybe I have a choice in how I age maybe I don't need to when I'm 30 look like this when I'm 40 look like this when I'm 50 look like this um, and so I've never had a fear around it. And I think that that has really also um, changed my, my physical ex experience because I don't, it's not in my consciousness. So when I think about getting older, what I think about are the things that I'm excited about it. Like I'm excited about learning more about myself. I'm, and I think every woman can can anchor into this like what's the exciting thing about getting older like I remember my my um 20s were <laughs> like mostly a shit show um my 30s I was like coming more into myself I was starting to recognize the things that I didn't want to carry through as I came 
up to 40, I was like, wow, there's still some shadow aspects that I'm carrying. I really don't want to carry these into my 40s. Like, I really don't want to hold on to this stuff. And so it was, it's, it's been almost a process of like shedding these old layers of insecurity as, and, and, and coming more and more into myself. As I grow older, there's also more life experience. There's more wisdom. So for me, the aging process is about gaining so much more than about losing youth. And I think because my focus is what I'm gaining, and I think this is the case with all manifestation, right? With all, all it's always about anchoring in what you're receiving, not what you're losing. And that creates the, 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 the experience of receiving more and more and more and more yumminess, more juiciness. So for your beautiful um, listener, I would really encourage you to kind of like focus less on, on the aging aspect, of course, take care of your skin and do all those things, but focus more on what you're gaining from aging. Mm, so beautifully said. And yeah, I think that helps a lot of women with um, to change the perspective. Like you said, I wouldn't change my my I, I wouldn't want to be 20 anymore like I wouldn't change for any money in the world I'm <laughs> so yeah thank you so much there's one last question to wrap this conversation up that I ask every podcast interview guest um, imagine a younger version of yourself sometimes a certain age pops up and something that you know now but you haven't known back then that would have helped you a lot in your journey what would you tell your younger self i would say um let go of the feeling that you need to feel ready let go of the feeling that you need to be perfect before you can do x y or z and just go for it just leap in and know that there's no failure as long as you learn something. So every move is a move in the right direction, whether it succeeds or not, it's always leading you to the next door, the next part of your journey. And yeah, just, you don't need to, you don't need to be perfect, honey. <laughs> Have more fun. Oh, I loved it. Have more play. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing, Sophia. I really loved our conversation and there was so much magic and wisdom in it. And I hope every woman who's listening feels inspired to express their inner white woman a little bit more. So how can mm -hmm. people connect with you, work with you, get to know your magic a little bit more? Yeah, so there's two places that I always send women to. So one is my Instagram, which is at Sophia underscore Lee, L-E underscore page, or my website, which is just sophialapage.com. So if you go there, you will find everything. So there's links to my YouTube channel. There's links to my um, free Facebook group. There's links to um, little paid pack smaller offerings that I have that are evergreen 
Um, there's links for if you want to explore one-to-one -one mentorship with me. So everything is there. Um, so that's always like the best place to go because then you can kind of like cherry pick in what, what area you want to sort of start exploring. Like, do you want to do something free? Do you want to pay like a little bit and just have a taste? And so there's lots of things, lots of juiciness to kind of like dive into there and start playing with and and yeah I would love to to um hear from anybody about how this podcast felt for them and what you really gained from it what what big takeaway there was so you can always dm me and yeah yeah <laughs> make sure to follow her she's really sharing so much inspiring content today I loved following you <laughs> So thank you so much. And yeah, we stay connected. And for everyone who wants to join and to get to know you live and in full magic on the 7th of November, you're going to be my special guest in the Living Free Sister community. <laughs> I'm so excited. It was such a fun thing. The last time we did that, I was like, oh, it was so good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, the, the women loved having you because it's so important and so different to what we're used to and we need more women like you <laughs> all right have a wonderful day and thank you so much thank you so much i hope you enjoyed this interview as much as i did and if you feel the calling you want to dive into the practice sophia was talking about and you want to experience the magic of sisterhood and embodiment and dive into all these topics society yeah, doesn't always want us to talk about then come join the living free sister community i will link all the infos in the show notes and yeah be part of our uh, ritual and of our wild woman feminine embodiment practice on the 7th of november and if you're watching this afterwards or if you're listening to this after the 7th of november 2021 you will have access to our recordings to all the sister circles to all the meditations coaching inputs yin yoga classes yoga nidra all the magic that i'm sharing within the living free sisterhood community and i hope you enjoyed this episode let us know if you learned something if you enjoyed this interview you can text us on instagram or through our website and i can't wait to see you back in here 